Hello, you're listening to episode three, dealing with and overcoming rejection in your life. Rejection, you just got rejected. Hey, yeah, I'm I'm so sorry, I really am. Sometimes I like to just make a joke over serious things because there's no pleasant way to ease into it, but rejection sucks. So that is gonna be the topic for today's episode. But first, I was weirdly getting in my head the other day just about even this whole podcasting thing. I was thinking for a second, nobody wants to listen to me. My voice doesn't matter. Why am I doing this? And just having a whole episode of imposter syndrome. And maybe there is somebody out there that doesn't want to listen to me. That's okay. Cool. Great. But I always like to think of this pizza analogy that I'm going to share with you and think about all of the slices of pizza you've had in your life. Of course, you've had excellent slices of pizza one place or another or probably very many different places, but it doesn't mean that you would hold off from trying another pizza restaurant that opens up or if your friend tells you, hey, you got to try this other slice of pizza from the shop in my town. You're not going to say no. You're going to say, heck yeah, give me the slice of pizza. It's the same pizza that you've had week after week or however often you eat pizza. It doesn't mean that each slice you have is going to take away from the other new slices of pizza that you're going to have. There is room for pizza everywhere. Even if there's already the best existing pizza in the world, that shouldn't stop you from going out and trying a new slice of pizza. And I like to think of it in that sense because yeah there are a crap ton of podcasters out there but every single one of us myself included has something different and unique to offer i was giving myself the pizza pep talk when i was feeling my self slide into this imposter syndrome and it really helped because i'm enjoying it i know this is something that i want to continue to do and again if you're listening to this thank you for being here and supporting me it means the world So let's go in and get into the actual episode for today. I'm going to talk about the different kinds of rejection, what happens when we are rejected, and then of course, how to reduce our fear of rejection. The thing is, rejection is something that all of us fear to some extent, as we should, because it's in our biological nature to literally exist off of being accepted by the masses. In fact, first evidence of human life, they had to rely on fitting in with a pack. They had to rely on social interactions and positive supportive relationships in their life in order to survive as a race, in order to mate and reproduce and have their pack out survive another pack or whatever it might be. And as a result, It is in our human nature to have this desire to be accepted and also to keep and maintain relationships and feel that feeling of belonging. That is in our DNA. We can't change that, but it's not even unique to us as a species. Same with animals and mother nature. In their case, I learned that a duckling is sometimes, this is actually really sad to be honest, but a duckling can be abandoned by his mother when they are sick, injured, or simply just a late hatchling. In order to keep the rest of the hatchlings their best chance at survival, unfortunately the mom rejects the freaking hatchling. Again, that's not great, but the good thing is, We are not ducklings, and while it may feel 
sometimes like rejection is going to be the end of the world, for the most part, it is not going to put our lives at risk. So for humans, what we are experiencing is it in intrapersonal ways. We're experiencing rejection in a social setting, in social relations, in friendships, or even just social interactions. This can be instances of light or intense bullying. It can be a little bit more passive, such as being ignored, given the silent treatment, given less attention, not getting picked for something or getting discluded from a group. There's rejection from family. There's estrangement that can be another serious form of rejection. And then there's also more transactional rejection, such as applying for a job, applying for a promotion or any kind of ask where there is some kind of exchange for our efforts for something of value. And then it gets declined. That's rejection. There's romantic rejection or relationship rejection where you're interested in someone and you ask them out on a date and get rejected or where you're in a full-on relationship and then you can feel the rejection in the relationship. It can be a whole bunch of different examples that are ranging on scale from very serious and that are a little bit more intense down to very simple interactions where something such as smiling at somebody that's walking past you doesn't smile back. That is somewhat a form of rejection and there is a ton of different ways that we do and will face rejection in our lives on a daily basis. But beyond that, there's a lot of ways that we actively avoid rejection too. So here's a question for you. What have you done in the last seven days, the last week to avoid rejection? I'll go first. I've had video calls. I brushed my hair, I brushed my teeth. I even applied some makeup. I wore clothes, even though I obviously want to wear my pajamas all day long, but I didn't. I caught up with my friends this past week. I made sure they're doing okay. I was a nice to the person bagging my Trader Joe's groceries. I said hi to a person on my walk. We are doing this because subconsciously and also consciously, we know that We don't want to be rejected from these people that are important in our lives. Not even saying that the person walking down the street is necessarily a huge role model in my life, but I still don't want to face that instance of rejection. This is our normal human behavior. And what's interesting is a lot of our behavior in our lives every single day is based on the idea that we just don't want to be rejected altogether. Doing so isn't bad. Again, I wore professional clothes on my video calls because I that that is part of my job. So avoiding that rejection in that aspect is good. But there is a difference between a normal, acceptable level of avoiding rejection versus limiting yourself in your life because you are afraid of getting rejection. Or even further, letting that rejection just tear you down and eat at you and ultimately affect how you view yourself in this world and your self-worth. That is the rejection we don't want to get just so entangled in. So what happens when we are rejected? As mentioned, humans have this innate need to belong. When we feel we are being rejected, it makes us feel vulnerable in a biological way, but it also just affects our sense of worth. Our egos are affected. We believe that there's something wrong with us. And while the intent or reason of being rejected isn't always a bad or so serious, harsh meaning uh, explanation, we take it to core. We believe we are getting rejected in full. We believe that this person or this action is a definer of, of what we are worth in our lives. Rather than it being an isolated instance or even just action that needed to happen, it's really easy to take it 
to our cores. And if you are human, you've been rejected in various ways and at various points in your life. Maybe in auditions, maybe you've done tryouts for a sport or for a club, or maybe, of course, you've probably applied for a job and not gotten it unless you are, I don't know, the lucky or crazy 1%, but I, I truly don't know any single person that's never gotten not rejected from a job at some point. And it can be crushing, it hurts. We go into this all or nothing mode where we think this rejection defines our ability. And in truth, maybe sometimes it is our ability. I myself, with zero experience in accounting, am not gonna go apply for an accounting role. Obviously I'm gonna get rejected, but let's say I did go to college for accounting and I have a master's degree in numbers and I get rejected. Yeah, that's going to hurt a lot more. But again, it could be a whole bunch of different factors that I was rejected, but it doesn't mean that my ability as an accountant is crushed or that it's wrong. What's extremely interesting about rejection and something that's super important to just recognize is that rejection can feel like pain. And the more intense and the more important it is involved in our lives, the more the pain will hurt. In fact, there's some really interesting studies, and I'll link it in the show notes, that show when the rejection or the social rejection is strong enough, it activates the same neural regions where we experience physical pain. And when we experience that really awful rejection, again, if it's intense enough, it involves the same sensory components of physical pain. I mean, that is wild from a social rejection or something that we're not actively being hurt physically is still going to elicit the same feelings and the same sensations in some cases as physical pain. So that is not to diminish the impact of rejection. There's so many crazy studies that they've done too or in experiments where they show folks who have been recently broken up with or recently getting out of relationships and they hold up a picture of their Um, ex-partner and then they compare that pain or that rejection to some kind of physical sensation or physical pain and nothing too intense of course as it is you know controlled experiment but it just goes to show that our brains in some cases can take rejection the same way as physical pain like holy crap So you are not abnormal if you too feel icky or bad. And in some cases, when it is really extreme, physically unwell when you get rejected. But again, if we want to progress and live our best lives and do the things that we want to do and be bold and just be a better human on this earth, we have to try our hardest to at least overcome these rejections and at least get through them as gracefully and as eloquently as possible that we can, right? That's the whole goal. So how do we reduce our fear of rejection? I think first and the most obvious explanation is that everyone, me, you, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your friend, we're all going to get rejected. We're all going to reject people as well. Rejection, and as much as we don't always want to accredit it to this, is often an important part of our journey. I really do believe that if there isn't these instances of rejection, we wouldn't have gotten to this better job or this better relationship or this better path in our lives if we hadn't have had these moments of rejection. 
it's just the truth. I mean, think about maybe one of your crappy relationships in your life where you got broken up with or ghosted or whatever the case may be. And then months later, you're thinking to yourself, holy crap, that was a blessing in disguise because that really wasn't what's best for me in this life. And so again, while the rejection sucks, it did help put you on the path towards something better. Not always, sometimes rejection is just gonna happen and you have to get over it and maybe it was a really good opportunity, so let's not discredit that either. But I do believe that rejection is commonly said as redirection. And that's so truthful. Oprah Winfrey, she was rejected from a job where she was fired as a news reporter because she couldn't sever her emotions from her stories. So they looked at Oprah Winfrey and said, I'm sorry, you're too emotional for this job. We're gonna have to fire you. And look at her now. We can't necessarily pinpoint that one instance into her exploding career and success, but maybe if she stayed at this job where she was told to continue to suppress her emotions, she wouldn't have been redirected into the life that she's created today. There's another story, and her name is Julia Stewart, who worked as a waitress at IHOP at the age of 16. Through, of course, years and years of hard work, she eventually became the president of Applebee's. However, Applebee's rejected her from the job of CEO. So she later left Applebee's, became the CEO of IHOP, and then bought out Applebee's. I mean, that's a whole bunch of stories within itself, but goes to show that if she hadn't been rejected from that initial job at Applebee's, she wouldn't have had this additional success of becoming the CEO of IHOP and then buying out Applebee's. It's important to look at rejection sometimes as redirection, acknowledging that it's going to happen. This isn't even a pity party for me, but I have also set out to get better at rejection. I've had a laundry list of rejection in my days, and I know that I'll continue to get rejected in my lifetime. And as crappy as it is, I know that it's something that if I want to get to the goals that I have in mind for myself, I'm going to have to just get used to it and get better at accepting rejection when it does come. So I'm not an expert, but these are some additional things that have helped me get over rejection. First, we just have to get really good at recognizing when it's happening. Let's think, what is the opposite of rejection? That would be belonging. That would be accepted. It would be being wanted and liked and adored all the time. You are not crazy for wanting that. I want that. (laughs) Who doesn't want to be liked and wanted? I mean, come on, we're all human. To some extent, we should want that. That kind of goes back to the social norms and fitting in to an extent but there does come a point where we prevent ourselves from living our most authentic and fulfilling life because we are just so crippled by the fear of potential rejection we've all been there i remember i was embarrassed for a little bit to post some of my TikToks onto Instagram because I was just scared someone would, I don't know, kind of unrealistically slide into my DMs and just say, you are dumb and you should not be doing this. But that that's what was letting me stop myself from posting anyways. So I had this huge fear of just like this unrealistic, and, and it could be realistic, somebody could definitely say that, I had this fear of rejection 
that I just couldn't get over for a while. And then I finally got over it. And guess what? It's fine. Have I ever gotten a hate comment? Absolutely. Do I get trolls here and there? Absolutely. But once you kind of just open yourself up into the rejection and getting through it, it's for the most part, not as bad as it may seem, or it's nothing that you can't handle. The cost of not trying has to be bigger than the potential rejection. So in this case, the cost of me not trying at all is much more costly to me than having one person or a couple people say, hey, you suck. And then if every single person ever says, hey, you suck, then I will probably have to do a redirection at that point. But needless to say, I'm sure every single one of us has these things that we want to do in our lives where the cost of not trying at all is a lot heavier than getting told no or getting the response that we don't want to hear. That's usually what leads us to putting ourselves out there. And I'm not going to lie, there is some cases where the risk of getting rejected is really important. Maybe you're asking for a raise or asking for a promotion and those are serious and intense and difficult conversations but a lot of times we also hold this rejection on a pedestal and a lot of times when the rejection actually happens it's something that that isn't going to distract us it's not going to alter us and rid us of everything that we've accomplished thus far okay you don't get the promotion that's crap but maybe this puts you in line for a promotion in the next six months. Or maybe then you realize this isn't the job that you want for the next one to two years of your life. And that allows you to the motivation to try something else. So the less we put this rejection on a pedestal and recognize what it is, the easier it becomes to just go and push yourself through it anyways. And that brings me to my next point. Understand rejection freaking hurts. Rejection is pain. There is many studies, as I mentioned earlier, that rejection can feel so intense, not only mentally, but even physically. Our egos are a very important part of us. Our egos get bruised. And I hate to admit it, but my ego, your ego, all of our egos are these precious little gems that our bodies and minds are protecting that never want to see them tarnish. We never want to see our egos, even with the tiniest little smudge, if it was up to them. But we're not gonna be compassionate, empathetic, and understanding people if we always kept our egos up on the highest of highs. Our egos are gonna get bruised, it's okay, we're human. I like to think, allow yourself as much time to accept and embrace that the rejection hurts you're allowed to feel like crap a little bit when it happens. And you can also be a person that feels sad and gets upset when you're rejected while still knowing that you're gonna recover from this and that you're not gonna dwell and let this affect you long-term. Nothing, nothing is worse when someone is trying to be over brave or just put up this front that they don't give a crap about being rejected and that they're this tough cookie and that their egos could never be tarnished. We see right through them. It's like, okay, you're just saying that, but I know deep down you're probably a little bit affected. I don't know who else is a Love Island UK lover, but this girl is. And something I'm sure you've seen is when they say, I can't be asked. Wait, let me try that again. Oh, I couldn't be bothered. I couldn't be asked when they get rejected or when a girl or 
even a boy doesn't like them back or they're talking to somebody else and they just act so tough and they say, I couldn't be bothered. Oh, no, I don't, I don't care. But it's like, it's okay to be bothered. It's okay to be arsed. You're human. You have feelings. We don't need to be these tough, I don't care about anything and, and this never affects me ever because it does affect you. And that's beautiful. It should affect you. That means that you have feelings. (laughs) So anytime I get rejected, I just allow it to pass through my body. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that doesn't feel great. But I know that I'm going to get through it. I know that I've been here before and that every other person in the world, doesn't matter how great they are. doesn't matter how experienced they are. It doesn't matter if they have just about every qualification that a person could possibly have. Oprah Winfrey has been rejected. And I'm not saying that to put her down at all, but it just goes to show we cannot avoid rejection. And the more that you just accept that rejection hurts, but you're going to get through it. It makes it a lot easier to just embrace, understand, and work through when it happens to you. The next thing to overcoming objection, or excuse me, rejection, not objection, is to expose yourself honestly, a little bit of exposure therapy to rejection. The more you put yourself out there to rejection, the less you will be so scared of it. It doesn't mean it won't hurt you, but it means that you'll be able to move past it a little bit quicker, a little bit more gracefully, and just without so much built up tension and anxiety towards it. I am a salesperson, a saleswoman, and while I'm not in a full sales development role today, I have been. I have been in a role where cold calling is done just about every single day. And when you cold call, let me tell you, you are putting yourself up to instant rejection where people just hang up the phone, they tell you to delete the number. And when when you get a CFO of a 200 person employee company telling you to F right off, it doesn't feel great. I don't wish that upon anyone, uh, but I'll be honest, I got better at it over time because one, I would just do it. Again, that's kind of just the exposure therapy of it. Two, I knew I wasn't harassing or causing harm. My intent is nothing bad, right? When you apply for a job or when you're asking someone out, your intent isn't bad. You have good intent. And I would always tell myself that I am trying to provide a good solution that based on my understanding would benefit this company. And three, when you finally do get past the rejection, you do get that yes, especially as a salesperson, when you are cold calling, oh my God, that yes makes it so worth it. And then you remember, this is why I tried anyways. If I hadn't gotten through all of those no's, and while I didn't deserve that CFO telling me to fuck off, (laughs) sorry, it still in a small way made the yeses and made the meetings that I got and booked and the sales that went into the CRM, so worth it. So build up your rejection muscle. As uncomfortable as it may feel, build up the muscle. It doesn't have to be anything intense. Try saying hi to people at a restaurant. Compliment people. Ask for a discount. I mean, that's one of the oldest ideas in the book. Just go to a store that you normally shop at and ask if the cashier knows of any weekly discounts. Sometimes they will. And that will just help you not fear the ask and fear the prospect of getting rejection. You won't need to sit in this overwhelm, sit in this paralyzation of 
not even doing things because you're just so choked up about the possibility of being rejected. Imagine in a world where you could go out and do absolutely anything and you had zero care about getting rejected. Now, that's never going to happen because if you are an empathetic and functioning human being in society, you're still going to get feelings about being rejected. You're still going to be scared. You're not ever going to get rid of that. And if you ever do, call me up and tell me how you've done it. But the goal is that you can start taking those steps so you can go out and do things that are literally on your mind, things that you want for your life without being so held back by the fear of rejection. All in all, at the end of the day, rejection is just an unavoidable part of life but we cannot let that hold us back from going out and being our best selves i don't want you to be sitting in your room day after day wishing that you had done things but you were too scared because you were scared of getting told no or you were too scared that you couldn't get past the possibility of being rejected or that your ego was just so inflated that it won't let you go out and experience things. Who knows what's out there for you in this life without trying, without asking, without facing the possibility of rejection. Anyways, I hope that this inspired you or at least made you think about the ways that you can go out there and not be so freaked out or intimidated by rejection. As always, you can find me on Instagram, Hush and Be Bold, or my personal Instagram, at Jenna Hushka and go out there and be bold today. Goodbye!